Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you go out and do it. Alexandra Hamilton is the founder of Youth in Politics, which is a youth-led, student-run organization that is focused on amplifying student voices in politics. I got to talk with Alexandra about her experience creating and developing Youth in Politics. So, without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Alexandra Hamilton. Well, hello everyone. My name is Alexandra Hamilton. I am a junior in high school currently based in Houston, Texas. And my organization that I founded is Youth in Politics. So we are a completely youth-led, student-run organization that seeks to elevate and amplify youth voices and also provide some education by um, posting articles, different interviews, and resources to kind of educate the younger generation about political issues and engage them in getting involved in democratic processes. So that's a little bit about us. And like I said, I'm just a high school student who wanted to make a difference in our community, and I'm involved in other nonprofits, and it's just been a great way to really amplify other voices and feel like I'm doing something for the community as well. That was a great start, and I love how you started Youth in Politics because you wanted to make a difference in your community and get more involved. So I would love to go a little bit deeper and have you tell me more about the background of Youth in Politics. What did that process look like to start and then, of course, continue to develop Youth in Politics? So I've always been super interested in politics and the way government worked. I mean, ever since I was really little, I remember listening to NPR and always wondering, like, how does that work? What's going on? And I've always had a lot of opinions. And I remember one day at dinner, I was just ranting about some law or something that had just gotten passed. And my parents were like, what do you want us to tell you? We cannot fix it. But if you have such strong opinions, write about it. So I did. And I started just writing articles. Sometimes I'd use them for school. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to publish them. So I started my own little website. And originally, it was just going to be a little diary for me to just post things about my opinions. And it just grew from there. And I decided I'm one person who has these opinions, but I'm sure there's plenty of other people who want their voices to be heard, but don't know how to. So that was really the roots and the founding of our organization. And we've really expanded from there. So we allow different youth and students to post articles that they write about whatever political issue they're passionate about. But I myself also conduct interviews with plenty of other politicians, activists, philanthropists, things like that. So we've interviewed mayors, council members, all sorts of people, activists. And we also have a lot of resources and links page on our website as well, because a lot of times people aren't always seeking to get their voice out, but just want a way to get involved. So that's a lot of what we do as well. And I started an Instagram and got people applying from there. So it's definitely grown into something and I'm so happy to be able to do this. It's definitely what I love doing. And if anyone wants to get involved with us, we would absolutely love it. We're always looking for people to write articles and get involved with us as well. So that's just the basic overview of how we got started. So tell me about some of the content that you're sharing on the website. What are some of the topics that contributors are writing about on the site? 
Definitely the number one thing I see people write about is climate change and environmental stuff. I mean, it's very relevant for our generation for sure. And I feel that a lot of people think that older generations and politicians have kind of brushed that issue aside. So it's definitely something people become very passionate about. And I've received very long articles about just really amazing work that people have done regarding climate change. I also see a lot about migrant refugee rights, especially with ongoing crises in Ukraine and Syria. That's definitely something very prevalent that people care very deeply about as well. And honestly, we see a little bit of everything. I myself wrote an article on why Pride Month shouldn't become a trend, but a movement. And there's so much like that. We have all kinds of things from racial representation to, like I said, environmental, social justice. But definitely the number one thing I've seen is environmental. Although, of course, we're open to any issue anyone's passionate about. So I talked with Austin Weich in an earlier episode of this podcast, and he founded something called The Teen View, which allows high schoolers in Alabama to write articles and contribute to an online forum similar to Youth in Politics, but it's more geared towards issues specifically affecting the state of Alabama. And he talked about how this is an exciting outlet for young people to share their political opinions because they're not able to express their opinions through voting yet. Do you feel like Youth in Politics is serving a similar purpose for you and for other young contributors on your site? Yeah, I definitely do. Because like you said, voting is one of the most instrumental ways people can make their voices be heard. And I mean, 18 is the limit. And that's a long time for people who are very politically active and engaged to wait before they're able to directly contribute. So writing an article, I mean, on the surface, it sounds basic, like, oh, I'm just writing an essay. But it really is a way for people to not just have a way to express their opinions, but also in a way educate their peers about the things they're passionate about as well, and really bring awareness to the issue as well. So I mean, obviously, it's this isn't a substitute for your civic duty, but it's definitely a great way to be able to get involved, especially when you're too young to do so. Do you have other advice for young people, mostly high schoolers, maybe some middle schoolers out there who want to get involved in politics? Of course, one way to get involved would be contributing to youth in politics. But are there other ways that you have found or you would recommend to young people who tell you that they want to get more involved in local or other levels of politics? Yeah, for sure. Well, the first thing I want to say is I notice a lot of people are kind of held back, especially being younger. They want to get involved, but they don't really know how to, or they're scared they're not going to be taken seriously. So the first thing I'd say is, don't be scared. It's perfectly okay to reach out and not really know what you're going to do or how to do it. But taking that first step is always the hardest and most important step. But if you're seeking ways to get involved, there's plenty of ways. I'll give you an example. I really wanted to intern on a campaign since this is an election season. But I was researching online and there I didn't see an application. It was all like 18 plus kind of experience. So I simply just emailed the campaign coordinator of one of the politicians that I was interested in. And she like happily took me on and I worked on their campaign for a few months. So just because you don't see that opportunity at the surface doesn't mean it's not there. And especially being younger, you're going to assume that things are kind of closed off to you. And you really just have to not take that into consideration and kind of make that opportunity for yourself. 
And I know networking is a thing a lot of generally older professionals mention, but it really does start young. Like a simple email, a text, a call can really get you a long way. And if you don't know someone, you can also search for programs. I know I live in the Houston area and there are a lot of really great programs, whether they be the Mayor's Youth Council, County Judges, leadership programs, things like that, that are really open and welcoming to students. And kind of piggybacking off of your last question and this one, there are ways you can get involved in the election, at least here in Harris County, and not be able to vote. So I know Harris County has a student election workers program. So you get paid to work on election day, which is giving you that real world experience and ways to get involved while still not being able to vote. So there are definitely so many different ways you can get involved. And I'm sure there's millions of more I didn't even cover. You just really have to be bold enough to make that opportunity for yourself and know where to look. So you're working specifically with young people and I'm sure mostly members of Gen Z. And I would love to know your thoughts on our generation politically. How do you think Gen Z is different or may be different in the future compared to other generations when it comes to experiences that we've already had in our lives, the way we express ourselves on social media, all of those different factors? What are your thoughts on how Gen Z may interact and approach politics as we get older compared to other generations? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not that old, so I can't attest to personal experience from other generations. But from what I've heard, we're definitely an extremely politically active and engaged generation, which is an amazing thing. And I think sometimes that may scare some of the older generations or kind of, it's not the norm. So it kind of intimidates other people. But I'd say just because there's a lot of push to be active doesn't necessarily mean that we're creating a lot of change. I'll give you an example. After the Black Lives Matter movement happened, I saw so many people, you know, doing the blackout posts, posting things on their story, and you really see the momentum that this generation has. But at the same time, kind of once that hype died down, a lot of people weren't fighting afterwards to continue that change. So I feel like definitely this generation is extremely involved, and that's a wonderful thing. But I think the real challenge for us is how are we going to harness that passion and that energy and continue it long term to make sustainable change? And definitely the experiences we've faced have definitely shaped the way we are. You know, the climate crisis, coronavirus, so many political issues and unrest happening. It's definitely created us to be more aware and more conscious of our government in general, which is amazing. I mean, I'll give you a real world example. At my school, people are really big on protesting the dress code. Like they will not follow it at all. And that's amazing. So I definitely feel Gen Z is different. And that's an amazing thing. And I really hope in the future as we mature, we can continue to use that to make change for other generations. Interesting, yeah. Those are some really great points. And I have one more question for you. Lots of young people, especially high school, college students, want to create change, but they may not know where to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, well, the main thing I would say is that small change is still change. I mean, you're not going to go and start like the Red Cross or some amazing nonprofit overnight. It has to start small. And just because you're only touching one or two lives 
doesn't degrade that value. You're still doing something in your community. So for sure, get involved. I mean, it can be a school club. It doesn't have to be something amazing like starting your own organization. But start small, gain experience, meet new people, and I'd say really find out what you're passionate about. Like for me, it's encouraging youth to get involved in voting and raising awareness. So that's what I did. And I can't go out and solve every single problem in the world. So definitely start small, figure out what you want to do, and really hone in on that skill and figure out where is there a need in your community and how you can begin to solve it. So reach out to other people, work with your peers. I mean, feel free to schedule interviews with other people and really go out and make that change, even though it can seem scary and kind of insignificant at first. It takes starting small to be able to build something big and to be able to really create real world change. So definitely don't be afraid to go and do it. It will definitely benefit someone in the long run. I think Alexandra is doing some really exciting work to get young people more involved in politics through youth in politics. I want to highlight that long list of all of the ways for young people to participate in local elections and government that Alexandra shared. She talked about volunteering for campaigns, being on youth advisory councils, and other ways, including, of course, checking out and maybe submitting some work to youth in politics. Even if you aren't old enough to vote, there are so many ways to be involved in politics, and the best way to get involved is just to get started. Alexandra's story with youth in politics is the perfect example of how change comes when you go out and do it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Youth in Politics on Instagram at underscore youth in politics to check out the organization's content. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at be the change podcast.org or on Instagram at be the change podcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys. <laughs>